Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Oh my goodness, it's the year wrap episode, part one. Um, I know that was tacky, I'm sorry. I'm Jemma, this is Australian Jams. Um gonna preface this very quickly by saying I know it's a bit lame when everyone does year rap things and favorite songs of the year in December when the year's not over yet but I really want a break so that's why I'm doing it so sorry guys um anyway so this is Australian Jam's year rap episode I'm really excited to have Sos Fuamoli whose last name I always misspeak you got um, it I got it you awesome. got it <laughs> um because we were just saying that we both have quite different taste in music, so it's good to cover a whole lot of bases when it comes to these sorts of episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, although she did choose two songs that I flippin' love, so I'm very excited to talk about those particularly. Um, what we're going to do is break this up over two episodes. Obviously, this is part one. We're going to do some songs and some gigs just like last year. So let's Let's start. do it. Just briefly, though. So Yes. Who are you and what do you do? Well, I think the last time we, we spoke, I was just a writer, just a lonely old writer. Just moved to Melbourne. Just moved to Melbourne. Um, so this is a good, you know, full circle thing, <laughs> I feel. Um, so I'm a music journalist. Um, a lot of people will know me from uh, writing for the AU Review. Um, now I'm writing for various titles, um, probably most permanently Beat Magazine here in Melbourne. Um, I've just been picked up as their hip-hop columnist, which is pretty sick. Um, I also host a weekly hip-hop radio show on KISS FM Mm -hmm. called The Scenario. Um, I also dip in and out of Triple J. Am I allowed to say that station? Yeah, you must be. Okay, cool. Um, On music news, so you, you might have heard me. On the airwaves here and there. Um, and, yeah, a few other things. I'm a judge for the Australian Music Prize. Dipping in and out wherever yeah. I can. Does too much. Does way too much. In too many places. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, on that. Yes. What song would you like to talk about first? So we've each chosen six of our favourite Australian songs from the year. And yeah. three of us our favourite Australian gigs. So what's your first song? Um, I reckon only because I was listening to this album last night again. Um, Eve's Caritas, it's one of yours, yes. your faves. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, 
I literally just fist pumped. It's couch, right? That's the one I you chose. You chose couch. Okay, yes, cool. But yes. we can talk about the record. No, it's, yeah. I mean, c- couch is, uh, okay, so just to preface, um, I first, well, I mean, I'd heard of Eve's Caritas, like a, a, like the rest of us have over the years, um, first as Eve's, Eve's Behaviour. Yes, and then Eve's, and, and then Eve's, Eve's, and then yeah. Eve's Caritas. But um, when I first started working at Triple J, we were leading up to the release of this record, so it was all I was hearing for a little while. So in that sense, I can thank them for properly getting me <laughs> into her, um, because normally, and this is what Gemma and I were talking about uh, just before, this kind of pop record, I don't think I would have sought out actively mm. on my own but I'm so glad that I have done now because I think it's so well produced. It's incredibly refined. Um, and it's just really unashamed in its delivery, which I think is awesome. And for a debut album, mm. it's a, it's almost like a really cool statement of intent that this is what she's doing. And couch, I believe is one of the strongest cuts from that record. Yeah. It's confident. It's slick. You know, I think it brings her out from um, under an umbrella of being, like, a super twee pop artist. Yeah. Like, there's something kind of really cool and mature behind it, um, which is, I think, a good indicator of what the rest of the album is like. Mm. I think it's really interesting. I I adore this record, hence my fist pump earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that every song stands really really strongly on its own which yeah. i think is a really good indicator of a, a strong album obviously um i got into eve's a lot more with there for you which came out late yeah, last year yeah that song is probably, i think you got me into that yeah yeah i played it in my car a lot yeah um i still think that's probably one of the strongest on on the record yeah. with hush um but every single song is great and you could listen to any as a single or release any as a single, and it would still do well, I yeah. think. Again, that's kind of rare for a debut album in this genre, I feel. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think she came of year, uh, came of age this year, mm-hmm. and I'm very, very much looking forward to her touring early next year, February, March in Melbourne. I'm, She's playing at the corner, right? Yeah, I'm hanging cool. out for that. I think it'll be kind of like a really beautiful moment yeah, to see that live. Totally. Um, she's just been on tour with the Wombats as well, I think. I think so. Yeah, so it's good that she's getting out in front of bigger audiences too. I think it's it's just awesome. I'm stoked for her. I'm stoked that we get to listen to this music. Like, yeah. it's just everything's great about this. It just took a long time to get for her to yeah. get to that point. And sometimes, that you know, it's a good example of um, just things falling into place at the right time, mm-hmm. you know. So now... Even though she's she's based in London now, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this this record's come out at the best time because now she's able to come back and tour ahead of her own tour, I guess. But it's like she's got such a well constructed and formed body of work to come back with. Yeah. And I feel like that's it's really smart. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just seeing the positive reaction when it came out on social media, like, I know that. Um, people can be really hyperbolic on socials and things like that. But I saw a lot of... I try to stay away from reading those things around release day. Yeah. But I think there are a lot of people who typically would just listen to the music and not share it, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I saw a lot of people taking that extra effort to talk about this record because it was really 
great to them, which I thought yeah. was really cool. A lot of people that don't particularly work in music or spend a lot of time kind of doing that stuff yeah. were coming out of the woodwork to talk about this sure. record, which I thought was cool. Do you know what? It's one of those albums this year. It's one of the only albums this year that I could safely say, you know, it kind of... It didn't shock me, but when I was seeing these reactions from just, you know, fans or people who don't really work in music, it kind of it, it took me aside a bit because I was just like, oh, wow, these are like such natural kind of organic reactions to something really good because I feel like sometimes we, you know, we, when we work in music, everything we get is kind of filtered and we're, yeah. we're part of the process from the beginning until end. So I feel like our reactions are kind of not skewed, but they're maybe, even if we're really keen on something, they're dulled down because we've, we know the machinations of it. Or they're trying to sell something. Exactly. But when you, when you see, you know, people like male, female, like of all different ages who are just like, this is a really sick album. You're just like, Oh yeah. wow. Like, that's awesome. That, it's having that kind of effect on people too. Yeah. We'll, we'll hear, we've been talking about the record, but let's listen to a little bit of Couch and yes. we'll come back with one of my songs, yeah. which kind of touches on this. Cool. Okay, so uh, you've heard me talk about this person probably too much uh, this year on Australian Jams and pretty much everywhere. I interviewed her as well, which was extremely exciting. And it's actually really funny that uh, the other day some photo came up on my feed, which was me posting about booking this artist Mm. In Sydney on the 6th of August 2016, wow. where it was just her and a piano, no one had ever heard of her, and it was probably the most stunning performance I've, I'd have i seen to that point or that I'd ever booked myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've chosen Fractured Glass by Odette. I want to talk about Fractured Glass, but also her record and just her as an mm-hmm. artist and what she's done this year. Very similarly to Eve's, who we discussed previously, I... Every song on this on this album is very, very strong. I think everyone has a different favourite song from this album as sure. well, which I think is, is really cool because everyone takes different things from it. For me, it's Fractured Glass just because of the changes in the style and the way it's produced and all those sorts of things. I think it's just beyond anything I could have imagined her to create. Yeah. Um, I've, I've actually written, how is this girl real? Um <laughs> It, it stabs you in the chest, yeah. especially that that kind of filtered vocal right before the chorus. That gets me every single time. Um, yeah, I think everything about the song is just perfection. But yeah. then the album itself, again, similarly to Eve's, it's, it's a whole body of work that is incredibly strong from mm. a youngish artist who's kind of been doing things for a while yeah. that – maybe lesser known and then broke it out with this. It was coming of age kind of thing. And now she's selling out tours everywhere. 
She's going overseas. She's doing, um, I think she's just announced Corner Hotel shows for early next year. Wow, okay. Um, did the song with Greta Ray. Like, there's so many cool things happening because of how stunning this album is. And I'm just really excited about it still. And it came yeah. out months ago. I feel like I, I kind of got on the Odette train slightly later than other people did. Like, I'd, I'd known about her and I feel like I'd, she's one of those artists where I feel like I heard her songs before I knew who she was. Yeah. Like, I heard them and I'm like, oh, wow, that's that girl. Um, and then I saw her at Lost Picnic at Flemington. Oh, like, super recently? Yeah, super recently. That was the first time I'd ever seen her. And, um, like, the fact that her voice is so... It's 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 untouched. Yeah. And you, you expect these sorts of things on record to be dubbed or, you know, like, hyper-produced. But her voice is, like, crystal. And seeing her live in a massive open environment and her voice is exactly the same, mm. I was just like, that's incredible. And it's rare, mm. you know? And the fact that people are connecting with... Music that is so, um, it's so emotionally dense and it's largely anchored just by her voice in a piano. Mm. That gives me hope, if mm. I'm honest. Yeah, no, it seriously. gives me hope because f- it forces people to actually listen. Yeah. You know? And the I- fact that when I interviewed her, one of her, f- like the lines that stuck in my head was the excitement on her face when she just said, I love the piano. Mm. I, I don't, I, haven't met a musician in the past in a contemporary sense that just loves their instrument that much and is yeah. that that excited by their instrument everyone else is probably excited by different things or yeah. a pedal or something like that but she's just very very excited about having a piano in front of her yeah and i think that that's how it should says be. everything that's how it should be you know like people who musicians who care that much about their craft mm. that that instrument comes first yeah you know you build around that yeah, because that's what you've studied for, or that's what you've been, you know, that's been a part of your life for so long. That's how it should be. Yeah, and you can tell it comes across in performance. It comes across in recorded music. Um, I find one of like one of my favorite things about interviewing musicians is if they're so into it because it's just like okay, you can actually see where their influences come from. You can see where their creative process starts, and I feel like with Odette, you can definitely hear that on the album. Mm. Um, it's been long-listed for the Australian Music Prize, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I can say that because it's already on Facebook. <laughs> um, and I, it's a record that I would go into bat for yeah. any day. There's just so much to it. It's so intricate. There's so many different things that have gone into it, and it's so deeply personal that mm. it, I don't know, just it, it's, not, it's not easy to make a record like this. No. Just in terms of putting yourself out there, but this is the I. There's nothing you listen to and think, oh, maybe you could change that. Sure. There's literally nothing, and I'm pretty judgmental when it comes to a lot of things. Um, I'll say that. Um, listening to this record, you just fall into it because yeah. everything about there's nothing about it that pulls you back away from it. No. Um, anyway, that's really cool. Let's hear a bit of fractured glass. And I'll gather myself. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm a bit too much. Oh, 
Instruments aside, did you know that Yamaha has a home entertainment selection so you can bring that trademark sound quality home? Choose from a range of Bluetooth speakers, soundbars, and even full home theatre fit-outs that both music and movie fans will enjoy. Visit them on Instagram or Facebook at Yamaha AVAU. Favourite Australian song of 2018, number two, Sos. We're going in order, correct. Rachel. Oh, awesome. <laughs> let's, let's, let's go down the <laughs> list. Like, ah. um, this one is by a relatively new Melbourne artist. Her name is Rachel Compte. Um, I chose this song because, uh, similarly to Odette, the elements are quite simplistic when they're isolated, but when they're brought together, I feel like they can be really accomplished and quite beautifully composed. Um, this song, Love to Rest, is taken from her debut album. It's called Where I've Begun. And again, it's um, for a debut album, there's a lot going on, I found. Um, it's very much rooted in that kind of folk, folk singer-songwriter um, territory, which again wouldn't be my first go-to normally, but this has been my year of discovery. <laughs> so it's it's good to dive in again. I feel like this is it's an album that it's it's very emotional, very personal. Um, even though it kind of goes through this, the, you know, the usual tropes of relationships and breakups and that kind of thing, it does it in a really in a really um, What's the word? It's done in a way that le- gives the listener an insight into someone's creative process as well. It's not just a like, oh, my God, I've been broken up with. It's like, here's what's happened to me and here's how I've come out the other side. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I found this – I'd never heard of Rachel before. Um, I found the song quite sweet in a mm. way. Um, that vocal at the end doesn't quite do it for me. Yeah. I feel like it doesn't quite – get to the place it should be going sure. to. Um, but it, it's a fascinating kind of thought process throughout it. So I didn't get a chance to, but I'm planning on going back and listening to the record in full yeah. and, and seeing how it kind of fits amongst everything else. I think sure. that would give it more context. Yeah, definitely. It's one of those records that when you listen to it as a whole, it's like you can see the overarching story Yeah, there, which I feel like is a good stepping stone i mean it's a good foundation for an artist to be building upon Mm, for sure yeah well let's let's hear some of love to rest by rachel compte and we'll come back cool and i was warned but i ignored all the warning signs you told me you were terrified but convinced we'd be all right How could you be so damn persuasive If I wasn't worth the fight My next song comes as no surprise to anyone <laughs> um, But uh, I, it would be a mistake of mine If I were to not include it in a year rap episode mm-hmm. um, I've chosen Close Enough by Alexander Biggs And yes, I can hear everyone just groaning Because I talk about him all the time But uh, this song really like hits me. Um, it it represents why I love him as an artist so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, his ability to use lyrics, especially songwriting, in the way that he does, to just kind of 
make you feel everything. Yeah. Um, and anyone that knows me knows that I'm a pretty uh, – I'm, I'm, I got a heart of stone, really. You're a fault. But this – yeah. It's like <laughs> cold-blooded, don't care. But this song gets me. Gets me? Wow, I'm choking <laughs> on my own words. Um, the chorus gives me goosebumps. And yeah. I think the thing that uh, made it go up a notch for me as well is, I may have mentioned this before, but um, Hannah Blackburn, Merpire, Fields, Nikki Rastus from Native Tongue, everyone, mm-hmm. and someone else, I can't remember who the f- other person was, they put on Facebook a video of them very drunk um, singing it chorally, just mm-hmm. a cappella with James playing a little bit of guitar and the harmonies that they put into it and everything, that took it up a notch for me and I'm desperately trying to work out a way to get them to record that for me, just for my own benefit. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's just such a such a perfect song and it just resonates with me really strongly and I'm finding it hard to find the words that adequately describe I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Why it's so good yeah. to me. And sometimes those are the best ones. Like yeah. when it's, you know, the, the way music can make you feel if you, if you can't put words to it, that's, that kind of says it all. Yeah. Like it's striking you that, that much that you can't, A, you can't really quantify it and B, you can't. Yeah, you can't have the words to describe it because it's still that current and it's still that fresh. Yes, yeah. it's looping in my head right now. Yeah, there you go. Curious, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like this is a great representation of how much Alexander has grown as an artist. He really has come into his own this year. Um, and again, I feel like this is following a theme of musicians who have kind of been working at their craft for quite some time, but mm. they're finally getting the platform. Yeah. Um, feel like this is definitely the case when it comes to him you know obviously a lot of people a a lot of newcomers will have come to him this year just off the back of some huge shows he's been doing yeah um but what I like about his music is that it hasn't changed yeah you know he's still very he's still very centered and he's honest honest and he isn't afraid to be vulnerable in his songwriting um but also he doesn't mind that vulnerability, mm. you know. It's it's very – his music and lyricism unfolds really beautifully yeah. and I feel like it takes a special sort of songwriter to be able to do that without it becoming complacent yeah. as well. You know? It's just – he's just so genuine and it's 
really nice to be able to listen to this and feel like you know him a little bit better listening to these songs. Yeah. Um, coming from me, who is friends with him, but you know, like you feel like you get an insight into how his brain works a little bit. Yeah. Um, Definitely. Yeah. I don't know. This song, the song kills me. Uh, <laughs> so Hannah, Rhiannon, James, come on. It's on record now. You have to do it. Please, please. Uh, Anyway, we'll hear a bit of that chorus now. Mm -hmm. And I'll stop sobbing. Recollect. Yeah. We'll recollect. Just sobbing. Need more coffee. (laughs) Here we go. The last song of yours for this part. For this little bracket. Yeah. So tell me what you just told me, but tell everyone so what song. This, <laughs> this song is called Minute. It was released earlier this year by um, a songwriter named Luke Carlino. Yep. Um, I've been knowing Luke for some years now. Um, he's another Adelaide expat. So we're slowly taking over Melbourne. Um, Adelaide and Perth. Yeah, You're all taking exactly. over Melbourne. Um, and he he's kind of in in Adelaide. He's he's been known for for a long time as as being an absolute maverick with looping tech mm. and just the way he can command a stage on just his own with guitars, keyboards, and pedals, which always fascinates me because when it comes to that side of music and technology, I don't understand any of it. So I go to these live shows and I'm like, I don't get how this is happening but i like what i hear (laughs) um this song is taken from his new ep it's called beasts it came out on friday um and it also features uh daydream fever who is a hip-hop artist from adelaide too um i really like this song a because it's it just it it keeps going around in my head Mm -hmm. which is probably testament to how well it's been made but it's for, for just a, a solo vocalist, he, he packs a lot of emotion into what he does. And again, it's, it starts off as a real kind of slow burner. Um, but it's like, if you keep going with it, the reward comes to yeah. fruition really nicely, especially towards the end where he, he's almost like venturing into that, almost emo territory (laughs) where his voice really builds up which I find really cool because it's it's like super strained and it's it's almost you listen to it and you can you can hear tension building and it's like he's really frustrated until he gets to that last turn and it's like all just come out yeah which I really dig um having that that kind of hip-hop influence come in as well really breaks things up um, and I feel like that fusion of electronic and electronic R&B hip hop, it works really well on this track. And that's why I keep coming back to it. Um, it's funny. I had not listened to anything by him before. I'd never mm-hmm. read anything about him before. So um, coming into this, I was like, mm, it sounds, it like feels familiar to me. 
Um, there's a bit of Owen oh, Rabbit about it, but yeah. I can't figure out why. And now that you're saying he does all the looping and all that kind of stuff, like that's why. Like yeah. I'm sure that he's Adelaide's answer to Owen oh, Rabbit. Yeah, that's a good. That's actually a really good reference. Um, and I love Owen Rabbit, yeah. so I'm I'm really into this. I I and I like the outro a lot. Is the other yeah. thing I've written down. Yeah. Um, which you've you've just brought up, so I'm yeah. not going to repeat any of that. But yeah, it's sick. Yeah, he's um he's really cool. If you get to catch him live, it's it's definitely a fun experience because I mean he he comes from he comes from like a hip hop well I mean when I say he comes from a hip hop background he loves that music but you know there's a lot of like post punk influences there yeah a lot of rock influences in there and it kind of it's a real melting pot too mm. um, also really well produced he worked with Six Four who. Um, if you're into your Adelaide hip hop, you'll remember them from Low Rider from back in the day. But they've also worked a lot with like Katie Baker, um, AB Original, yeah. as well, Hilltop Hoods. So there's there's a lot of talent going on behind the scenes, and I feel like you can definitely hear it on a on the final product. Yeah, too. awesome. Yeah. Well, here's a bit of that final product. <laughs> Luke Carlino, <laughs> Minute featuring Daydream Fever. Okay. Um, so, well, my brain just stopped. Um, my love for electronic pop music is probably most obvious when I talk about this band. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been kicking around again for a while. Yeah. Have always had beautiful, beautiful, beautiful artwork um, to the point where for a while I had one of their um, single artworks as my background on my phone um which automatically makes you like a band more isn't it because they have good artwork and the graphic designers behind them great um so i've chosen not about you by glades is the long way of saying (laughs) it um this song uh i think brought a lot of people that um kind of were interested in music but weren't particularly involved um it, I, when I talked to them about it, that brought them into loving this band and then exploring more kind of Australian um, electronic pop. I find them as a really good kind of gateway band mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to a lot of other Australian artists for people that aren't so across it, Yeah, which I think is very cool. They, they spent a lot of time struggling to get um, radio play, I think, because they did sit kind of in between, in that gulf between commercial and, and kind yeah, of triple J-ish. Um, but they they had a lot of luck on streaming kind of services. Yeah. So that helped them a lot. And there are a lot of artists you're seeing that are getting helped by the ability that um, streaming services provide for artists. Um, it's probably my favourite Australian pop song of the year next to Cub Sport. Um, Ooh, which Cub Sport track? Sometimes. <coughs> yeah, fair. Um, <coughs> The album came out this year. I still think Not About You is the best song on the record. The lyrics are great. Um, It's just such a catchy, great, perfectly produced pop song that I am a very big fan of. I don't know what else to say because I keep saying the word electronic pop and I need to stop. Well, 
I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. In a nutshell. Um, Her voice is amazing, though. Yeah. And I, I feel, again, this is another record that I wouldn't have actively sought out if I wasn't a Triple J. Yeah. Um, it's a very... It's a very well-produced album. Yeah, and they do it between the three. Yeah, that, that, and I didn't know that until I read more into it. I was just like, oh, wow, that's made me kind of respect them a lot more. Yeah. Not that I didn't already. <laughs> just, you know, when I find out that production is done in-house like that, yeah, um, it really gives an insight into the dynamic of the group too because I feel like when you've got different personalities working together, it can – it can either go one way or the other. And the fact that there's obviously enough trust there and there's enough dependence on each other in that sense, I yeah. feel like that's really cool. Um, this track, I would say, is probably one of the strongest ones on there as well. Yeah. Um, again, it's just super refined. Like like Eve's, it's, it, it kind of, this music reminds me of like a super refined sugar. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like you don't need too much of it, but it's like doled out in the most perfect of senses. Um, Glades, I don't know. They've they've even though it is electronic pop music, they've they've got their individual touch on it too. Mm. Like if I listen to any of their other music now without knowing, I'll be like, that sounds like Glades. Yeah. Or that is Glades if I if I knew what the song was. Mm. Um, I feel like her voice is stunning. I feel like she's not drowned out either mm. by any of the other elements, but at the same time, all those other elements could be heroes of the track too. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that I feel like that can also be kind of rare to strike that balance with this sort of music. Mm. Like with a lot of songs in that genre I've heard this year, it's like I know the voice more over the production or I know the production more over the feature. But with this track and with a lot of this record, there's a really nice balance between all of those things. Yeah. Um, the other thing is their live show is is really well put together. Um, I haven't seen them live yet. Yeah, so they, they have incredible lighting. They work really well together. Mm-hmm. It's just they they think through everything they're doing before anyone gets to see it kind yeah, of thing. it's meticulous. Um, yeah, so artwork and then... Um, the live show and the songs are they're, they're at the point where they've clearly been worked on a lot but they're not overdone sure um, anyway let's it's a good hear. choice thank you I appreciate that um, I I'm gonna sob over all six of my songs <laughs> so don't worry about that um, let's listen to a bit of it because it's in my head right now um, and then we'll talk about some gigs yeah now you brag about your house in the hills Shame your personality kills Oh, you really don't know how to quit Can you tell me you're a little shh? Why is it always gotta go your way? Always the kind of play dead Even when you're praying on Sunday You always find a way to make it back It's not in first gig do you want to talk about um i think i'll go chronologically so um a a show that really set a high standard for me this year um and it made me really appreciate 
being in Melbourne um, was Sam for the Great at yep. the Night Cat. Yeah. I had never seen a show that well put together. Yeah, well, I mean, I have seen shows that have been really well put together, but in terms of the sort of music that she's produced over the last year, producing a live show that matched up to that so awesomely was something I hadn't seen for a very long time. Um, it was the first of, I think she had like two or three shows at the nightcap, but it was branded as, um, an experience. Yeah. And if you've been to the nightcap, you'll know that, well, I associate it with like cheesy, like Spanish dance lessons and, you know, it can be a little bit seedy. Yeah. Um, but she'd, you know, decked it out with like beautiful plants and there was like an AV projection on the ceiling and there was just like a lot of like white cloth and fabric around and because the stage is in the middle of the room yeah, um, and it's a, it's a round setup, a circular setup, it was just like Sampa, her backing vocalists and a full life band. It was just like they were elevated in the middle of the room and it was, it was just awesome. Um, the feeling of community as well. There was no bad vibes at all. People were there just to support her. Um, was one of the reasons why I say it really made me appreciate being in Melbourne because I feel like that's a perfect example of what live music in Melbourne is about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you don't have to be a diehard fan of the artist, but generally 90% of the people who go to shows here are just really into live music. Yep. And they're open-minded about discovering new things. Like I met punk fans at that show. Yeah. Who were just like, oh, we, um, we got into Birds in the B9 because they'd seen Remy play once and they know that they're on tracks together. So they came and their minds were blown. Yeah. So I, I really like the universal aspect of Sampa's music. I love how much she's grown, not only as a human, but as an artist too. Um, she's really, it sounds really hyperbolic, but I feel like if anyone deserves this amount of hype, it's her because she's changing the way Australian hip hop is listened to and consumed. Yeah. Her music is reaching audiences outside of the hip hop community too. And the fact that she can inject spoken word in with what would be seen as you know, the, the, I guess the general perception of hip hop too, the fact that she's doing that so cleverly and intelligently and it's landing the way it is. I haven't seen an artist do that yeah. in quite some time. So that's why well, I've spoken a lot about this show, but it was really cool and it set a really high standard for me. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I wasn't there, so I'm not going to comment <laughs> on it, but I'll talk about, uh, my first gig choice. Um, I went to a lot less shows this year than I typically do. Um, mm. You know, partly because I could barely walk, but partly, um, you know, new job, life things. Yeah. Um, it makes your choices more significant, I think. Yeah. Football on on the weekends. Yeah. Um, had to get it in there. Um, so, but the, the first one I've chosen um, had a gross dude that kept touching me the whole night, which was unpleasant, no. but the enjoyment of the gig itself <laughs> overrode that. Um, 
Vancouver, uh, Vancouver Sleep Clinic at Howler. Um, I hadn't been a fan of Vancouver Sleep Clinic too much in the past. Okay. Um, when he released the EP or album, whatever you call it, the record, mm. uh, Sleep Therapy, Sleep Clinic, Sleep Therapy. Sleep. Wow, yeah. I'm having a stroke right now. <laughs> um, that's when I really got into him a lot more with the song Closure and a few of those other th- songs. Um, his voice really impressed me at this show. Yeah. Uh, his ability to move into that falsetto really seamlessly while still performing and moving on stage was... It's not easy to do that, mm-hmm. and he just does it as if it's every like everyone can do it um that itself got me um but the whole kind of production of the show there weren't amazing lights it wasn't all that stuff but their skill ability vocal everything was just i was just really into that and there are some gigs where you just kind of stand there and watch and it's hard to like be pulled away from it by something else um and this was one of the gigs whereas typically i'm quite Distracted. Sure. Um, I find everything distracting all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but this gig, I was focused the whole time, which I think says a lot. Yeah. Um, and random people were there, like Nathan Buckley. It was weird. Um, How did he like it? I don't know. Was he digging behind, it? He was standing behind <laughs> me, so I was like, oh, I assume so. What was the sound like in Howler? Uh, the sound in Howler is always good, though. Okay. It's just really loud. Yeah. Um, I thought it was great. It was a good venue for Vancouver Sleep Clinic okay. to play. That's good. Um, yeah. Well, let's wrap this episode up very quickly, um, but we'll be back next week with another episode, which we're going to record in a couple of minutes, so you'll be able to tell. Bye. Nice. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.